0: Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And um, on my broadcast, Radio Night Live, every Thursday, I get to chat all types of legal issues with a man by the name of Imran Ansari and what a great job he does in breaking it down. Uh, But one of his uh, mentors and someone that that, uh, he looks up to, someone we all look up to, is someone who has argued constitutional items uh, before the biggest audiences of all time. And his name is Professor Alan Dershowitz. And he rejoins us. Uh, Professor, I appreciate you making yourself available. The Durham report released. What did we
2: learn?
3: Well, if you read my book, Get Trump, you you didn't learn very much because the uh, Durham report actually just replicates everything i've been saying in my book now the book's been out a month uh, about a month uh you know, they're out to get trump they use a double standard against trump uh they use a completely different standard in investigating hillary clinton than they did in investigating uh, trump that there were people in from the highest level from president obama down to the fbi that uh, were prepared to apply a double standard apply a double standard not only favoring Democrats over Republicans, which clearly was done, but uniquely disfavoring Donald Trump. There were indeed many Republicans who joined in the campaign to try to get a Trump. So so it started back in 2016 when obviously the area covered by the Durham report. But it continues to this day. Uh, the first person who should read the Durham report is, is uh, district attorney Dra- uh, uh, Bragg because it describes exactly what he's been doing violating principles looking at the evidence in a distorted way stretching the law it's all the same thing it's part and parcel of the same process of getting trump and some of these are good people they they're just doing bad things they believe that getting trump is more important than preserving the constitution and they could look you in the eye and justify this my friends who I've known for years and years and years are doing that. And they think I'm the most evil man in the world for defending the Constitution on behalf of Trump. They would rather see the Constitution torn to shreds as long as you can get Trump. And that's exactly what the Durham report says.
1: Well, doesn't that present then, Professor, and again, I appreciate you um, helping us understand this, because in in all full disclosure, you were a supporter of Hillary Clinton in the election as a voter. A supporter, a contributor, and a friend. And what you're saying here is that this double standard, this kind of two-tiered justice, if you will, is damaging the fabric of who we are as a people, are you not?
3: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and, And, you know, the report... in in no uncertain terms. Here's what it says. Unlike the FBI's opening of a full investigation of unknown members of the Trump campaign uh, based on uh, raw, uncorroborated information, in this separate matter involving a purported Clinton campaign plan, the FBI never opened any type of inquiry. I'm reading still from the report. Issued any uh, taskings, employed any analytic personnel, or produced any analytic products uh, in connection with this information, that's, those are the words of the report. Uh, and, and they went after Trump based on, on nothing, uh, on, 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 gossip and rumor. Uh, on the other hand, with, with Hillary Clinton, I'll just read again from the report. The report specifically, uh, points to highly significant intelligence. The FBI received from a trusted foreign source pointing to a Clinton campaign to vilify Trump by tying him to Vladimir Putin, so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her own use of the private email server. Hmm. This is the report by a guy who's been a prosecutor what, 25 years? Nobody objected to his uh, objectivity when he was appointed, but now, of course, the New York Times runs a headline basically saying, "Oh, you don't have to believe this guy. He's a Trump. He's a Trump, uh, uh, sub, uh, you know, uh, appointee." uh... nonsense read the report It's three hundred pages long i have not read every word it, but right. i have gone through it with sufficient uh, concern to see that uh... this is uh, this is devastating and uh... and and something has to be done about it in a
1: society that is dependent upon uh... as we are a rule of law to carry the day yeah. um... if this is being applied by those in power professor dershowitz in this kind of inconsistent manner have we it's essentially not, lost?
3: It's, a, perfectly, it's perfectly consistent. One side gets the benefit, well, the other side okay. It's yes. not random. It's not inconsistent. It's not that sometimes you know Trump benefits, sometimes the Republicans benefit. It's one-sided. Good correction. I'm again, a liberal Democrat. I want the Democrats to win, but I don't want them to cheat. You know, I rooted for the Boston Red Sox for years, but when they were stealing signals, I was not on their side. Hmm. I came out against them. I don't want the Red Sox to win the pennant by stealing signals, and I don't want the Democrats to win elections by applying a double standard of justice.
1: So what's the takeaway here? Because obviously, FBI and DOJ are on some level implicated with the shenanigans, and you could say that in 16, the FBI certainly influenced the election. You could say in 2020, there was a certain degree of the CIA impacting the election. These are these are institutions within our government. This is power being weaponized against the voters.
3: These are institutions that are not accountable. Uh, remember, the CIA has a secret budget. Um, it rarely ever has to testify in front of uh, Congress. Uh, the FBI, until recently at least, has been treated with kid gloves. We know what J. Edgar Hoover did with the FBI, used it as his own personal extortion vehicle um who will guard the guardians uh what it teaches us is as people have been saying now for months no one is above the law and i'm not applying that only to donald trump i'm applying it to the fbi and the fbi has such incredible power to destroy and ruin people's lives uh, and they've been given such weapons uh you know wiretap authority uh other kinds of uh, surveillance, uh, mechanisms and they have to be held accountable. So, you know, the one good thing about our system of checks and balances, and separation of powers is now we have Republicans in charge of the house. I wouldn't trust the Republicans to do everything, to be the president, the Supreme court, the Senate and the, and the, and the house any more than I would trust the Democrats. I think it's good to have a divided government. I think it's actually a good thing that the Republicans are in control of the house and can have hearings now. Uh, to see whether or not there are some recommendations that come out of the, the Durham report. And I hope there will be, because it's what it describes is just unacceptable in a democracy. And how do we go around preaching to other countries to be democracies yeah. when we're, we're having brag the District Attorney of New York make up a crime? Uh, against uh, Donald Trump to prevent him from running, and in order to fulfill his campaign promise that he will get Trump.
1: Well, what's interesting about this, and I'm glad you asked that last question, because later in the show, I'm going to have Katie McFarland here to talk about the impact of what this revelation does with our foreign enemies. How does Russia, China and all these countries look at us, especially when China is actively trying to court the nations of the world and say, look at America. She's in decline. We're the up and coming uh, culture. You need to be with us. This is going to have bigger impact than what we've uh, than just what, how it uh, hits us here at home.
3: I agree with you look, the president of El Salvador said, how can you preach to us about democracy when you're doing Banana Republic type things in New York with, uh, with, with Bragg? And I'll be talking about the Durham Report on my podcast. It's on Rumble and it's on YouTube and, and other places. It's called The Dirsh Show. Great. It's like the first half of my name, Dirsh Show, <laughs> without the wits. Uh, yeah. The wits are provided by my listeners.
1: Uh, well, as we always do, uh, Professor, thank you for uh, sharing some time with us. My, my pleasure. You thank got you. it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. <laughs>
4: Mike Glendale and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface, Surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day bunny back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800-651-0798. Oh, seven, nine, eight.
5: To significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212 486 0011. 212 486 0011 or visit us at idallalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice for you.
4: Hi, it's Joe Piscopo for Perillo Tours. Did I tell you I'm going to Rome and Sicily this year with my friend Steve Perillo? Hey, you want to go? It's simple. You just call 800 431 1550 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey. Make it happen, baby. How does that sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by yours truly. Then we fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taormina, Palermo, some medieval towns like Savoca and Forza d'Agro in Messina, where Why? Because we're going to visit some iconic sites from famous Godfather scenes. How cool is that? Can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. We will do that, too. Then on to Palermo for three more nights. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or visit, please, perillotours.com. Listen to us
0: anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app. At AM97theanswer.com. Listen to us online at AM970 theanswercom Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Dennis Prager questions everything. We have judges who, without doubt in my mind, are morally indistinguishable from the judges who served Stalin. In the United States of America. How does a good country produce bad people? It's a very big question. That's the riddle of our age. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, my next guest is someone who has
1: done the courageous, almost the unthinkable. He has thrown his hat into the ring to run for president in 2024, in a day and age in which everyone's saying this is gonna be the matchup of two old men at the end of the road. Could there be someone very different uh, in the mix? That is the uh, hope and the ambition of one Larry Elder, who is not only uh, a fantastic uh, spokesperson for the things that he believes, but also I consider him a good friend. Larry, it's great to see you.
6: Evan, thank you so much for having me, I appreciate it.
1: The last time we spoke, you had just come off of a brutally uh, intense number of short weeks running for governor in California. Uh, My listeners may not completely remember all of the circumstances there, but you, even though you did not win, you fared quite well. In fact, in the it's a two- part election. in the second part, you took 57 of 58 counties and got nearly four million votes statewide. Um, I'm sure that some of this is the basis for why you've made the decision and the announcement to run for president. But can you go a little bit deeper into the thinking behind it all?
6: Well, that's exactly what it is. I, I got into the race very late, Kevin, with only eight weeks left. And in eight weeks, I raised $27 million, more than all the other replacement candidates combined. As you pointed out, California has 58 counties. We carry 57. By the way, the only one I lost, Kevin, was San Francisco. <laughs> I lost that by less than 200 votes. Wow. Didn't spend one dime or one uh, minute uh, there, uh, and we almost carried that county. Uh, and the party wanted a guy named Kevin Faulkner, the two-term mayor of San Diego. Uh, the state party uh, wanted somebody named Kevin Kiley, who's now in uh, in Congress. He's in the Sacramento area. I carried San Diego County by 30 points, and I carried the areas where uh, Kevin Kiley uh, now governs by also between 20 and 30 points. So by any stretch of the imagination, it was an extraordinary race. No one has won anything Republican statewide in California in over 20 years. And that's well, because- because the math is so daunting. There are uh for every one registered Republican, there are there are three non-Republicans. Uh, and so it's almost impossible to win. The reason I did it was because it was a recall election. If the ball had carried on the right way, I could have gotten in with as little as twenty-five or thirty percent of all the votes cast. And then my hope is I would have been in Sacramento for two years before the re-election, and they would have realized that I don't have horns, I don't have a tail, I have some ideas about what to do about how we should have handled the uh, coronavirus pandemic, what to do about schools, what to do about homelessness, and how to reverse the fact that in the last couple of years, 500,000 people have left California uh, for the sunny climes of Texas, Florida, and other places. So that's really what informed the decision. And half of the uh, of the donors, Kevin, there were 150,000 of them, half of them came from outside of California. And so when the race is over, I go to Key West to chill out, lick my wounds. And um, Elder, we, I, I followed your race. I gave you money. Uh, drinks are on me. Uh, dinner's on me. That's why I gained almost 10 pounds, haven't been able to lose it. <laughs> so the people, Kevin, said, why don't you run for president? And at first I thought they were smoking something, but the more I thought about it, And the more I felt the same way about California, that I felt I had a patriotic, a moral, and a religious obligation to give back to a country that's been so good to me. I would rather not spend my winters in Iowa, not spend my winters uh, uh, in New Hampshire, not take the financial hit that I'm taking, but I feel that I would be shirking my responsibility uh, as a citizen if I didn't do what I think I can do. I know that I have something to offer. I know I have something to say. Let's talk about
1: some of the uh, micro stuff. And then I want to get to a couple of macro questions that you're going to have to answer somewhere so that you may as well answer them with me first. Um, But let's talk about the uh, the RNC announced debates uh, today. And there's a couple of them coming up and there's probably going to be a metric to make that debate stage. And my guess is it's going to be a certain number of donors to. Uh, a political action fund uh, to date, and it's going to require maybe one percent registering in a poll somewhere. Do you think, as we sit here right now, uh, and they're a ways off yet, do you think you can get to that threshold in enough time to qualify for the first two?
6: I do. Uh, As far as name recognition is concerned, as you know, Kevin, I've been on radio for 30 years. Last several years, I was syndicated by Salem.
1: I'm an Eldorado. I'm a founding member. So yes, I, I very much understand that.
6: And so uh, I got pretty high name recognition. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, in my California race, there were 150,000 individual donors. Uh, and I think the metric is gonna be for the Milwaukee debate, probably have to have at least 50,000 uh, individual donors. I don't think we're gonna have any difficulty reaching that.
1: All right. Well, that's that's so that's one of the the micro uh, steps in between uh, now and then Uh, there's also going to be a pretty interesting field that's already starting to form. You've got Nikki Haley. You've obviously got 45. uh, You've got um, the uh, entrance of uh, who just announced uh, last week. Um, Say that. Asa Hutchinson just
6: announced today. Yeah,
1: well, Asa Hutchinson, John Bolton technically announced a few weeks back. I mean, there's a lot of kind of interesting characters that are kind of fringe. But I don't really consider you one of those you're you're someone has a serious message and has made at least a serious attempt at a very, very ambitious uh, run for office. It's it's not a the last Republican governor of California was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that was eons ago. Um, So you you can't be laughed off as someone who, you know, is not uh, serious about what you're doing. Um, But there are some. T- intangibles that you bring to the race that no one else in that field does and talk about that uh, for us a little bit Your appeal to voters that Republicans don't normally
6: attract Right but before I, I, I get into that I just wanted to mention about the, uh, the gubernatorial thing uh, Keep in mind California is the fourth largest country uh, in the world if it were a separate country uh, And I ran for that top job and there was another fellow who ran unsuccessfully for governor uh, Became a two uh, twice elected uh, president his name was Richard Nixon and uh, Donald Trump hadn't, want, hadn't run for anything, let alone uh, for the largest state in the union. So there's that. But here's what I think I'd bring to the table, Kevin, to answer your question. Notice, notice how much of a politician I've become already. Uh, uh, this notion that uh, America is systemically racist, which, which is what drives the Democrat Party, that's their narrative, and the reason they do it, is not so much that I believe they all believe it. I believe that they want to make sure that black people think of themselves as victims, as eternally oppressed, Uh, And therefore, they will pull that lever for the Democratic Party, like Lemmings, because the Democrats have successfully uh, positioned themselves as the uh, party that cares about social justice and inequities. We wear the white hat in that battle, and these SOBs, these Republicans, wear the black hat. Uh, Without getting that nearly 90 to 95 percent black vote, they cannot win at the presidential level and they know it. I can refute that narrative, I think, in a more effective way than probably most of the other people can. Having been raised in the inner city. My father never knew his biological father, Uh, left home at the age of 13, Athens, Georgia, Jim Crow South, joined the Marines. He ended up cleaning toilets, two full-time jobs, started a little cafe in his his late 40s, ran it until his uh, mid 80s. And my dad, when he retired, owned that little restaurant, a piece of property next door, plus a house we still have in our family. And when my dad retired, his net worth was a little bit under a million dollars. That's what you can do in America. And my dad, by the way, was a lifelong Republican and said this about Democrats. Democrats want to give you something for nothing. When you try and get something for nothing, you almost always end up getting nothing for something. Uh, and so this message that, The police, for example, are engaging in systemic racism against black people, not only is just wrong, not only does it insult cops, not only does it demoralize cops, it's causing what's called the Ferguson effect or the George Floyd effect, uh, which is that cops are no longer proactive in policing. And as a result, there are thousands of so-called excess deaths. In other words, people who died because bad guys are in the streets who otherwise wouldn't have been in the streets if police had been doing their normal proactive policing. The other bad thing about this is that if you tell young black men that the police are out to get you, why in the world would they comply? Virtually all of these high profile deaths and shootings would have avoided, would have been avoided if the black person had simply complied.
1: I think you are correct. That is the voice of Larry Elder. We're coming right back uh, with the presidential candidate now declared for 2024. Don't go away.
7: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting videos released by authorities in New Mexico recorded a voice said to be an 18 year old gunman urging officers to kill me during this week's rampage that killed three older women outside a church. They also show Farmington police officers rushing toward the 18 year old gunman. Police made the videos public at a news conference today. Ukrainian officials say Russia has fired 30 cruise missiles against various parts of the country in the latest nighttime test of Ukrainian air defenses, which shot down 29 of them. Kiev officials said defense systems also shot down two exploding drones and two reconnaissance drones early Thursday. A military spokesman says one person died and two were wounded by a Russian missile that got through and struck an industrial building in the southern region of Odessa. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota as a
0: local business owner you get called every week by marketing companies we get it we have
3: hundreds of satisfied customers here's what a satisfied client recently said
8: open enrollment is going great we're hitting record numbers thank you so much for this report it really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city
4: If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today.
0: Dennis Prager here. Visit the Holy Land with me and inspiration cruises and tours. No other trip will be like it. The Stand With Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit standwithisraeltour.com. Secular, live, weekdays at 4 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
8: Well, we have been talking so much about Plaza College and their court reporting program, and the response has been overwhelming. So, Plaza College now wants us to tell you a little bit more. They have been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20 chair community clinic, students work On live patients under the supervision of a dentist. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu.
2: Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM970, The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com.
0: AM970, The Answer breaking news and local news find it on our website am970theanswer.com and now back to radio night live here's kevin mccullough
1: continuing with larry elder larry uh you and i have known each other a long time and um i'll never forget uh, a morning that we had breakfast uh together i think we were at the uh the presidential convention covering it for talk radio for salem at the time but we had a very kind of elongated breakfast uh, at the at the hotel uh, cafe there and we talked at some depth about the importance of fathers and we just went to break you were bringing up this issue of fatherlessness in the country um there's not going to be a discussion on the debate stage for either party on that topic you're going to have to wedge that in but when you do, you are going to touch people in ways that no one else is going to have the really the the wherewithal to be able to respond to. On a practical level, how deep does that does that uh, topic touch people? Is it as important as? uh inflation in the economy and president xi and all the things all the other challenges that uh, joe biden has really uh, screwed up in our country uh does that cut through to the level where people uh, really feel it and sense it
6: yes it's at least as important as those issues kevin because what will come up on this stage uh, is crime excuse me what will come up on the stage uh, is the quality of our, of our government schools the fact that because of COVID kids already behind, lost a whole a year of math uh, and of reading. It's not just losing the whole year of math and reading. It translates into loss of, of earnings throughout their entire life. And this, again, is a function of the breakdown of the family. Uh, my good friend uh, Walter Williams once told me, the economist, if there's nobody in your house to make sure that you have been fed, clothed, housed, and educated, to make sure that you've done your homework and gone to bed on time you are in deep deep voodoo and all too often you do not have that kind of structure in the home it has all sorts of other consequences it also causes crime an increase in crime uh, a young black male age 10 to 34 uh, kevin i'm not kidding you is 13 times more likely to be murdered than the young white male in the same demo mm. uh, And almost always the murderer is another young black male not some sort of racist cop This again is a function of the breakdown of the family. Unless you're prepared just to say that blacks are just genetically inclined to commit more crime, you have to ask yourself, what the hell is going on here? And what's going on here is the absence of fathers.
1: There's no question. uh, And people listen to my show, uh, hear me uh, rail against that uh, regularly. And I'm thankful that you're willing to stand up and and talk about it. A fair uh, observation about that is, if that is as important as those other questions, what does larry elder bring to those other issues the inflation the uh, foreign affairs the national security the the border all the things the, the freedom of speech that got taken away the ability to to make vaccine decisions for ourselves there's so much that uh, that is that is going to be in the mix this year uh, or this go around what what is your what is your agenda what is the elder plan
6: my feeling, Kevin, not having uh, heard all the other candidates is that for the most part, uh, we all pretty much have the same views about, uh, about inflation, the excessive spending, uh, not paying people not to work, uh, the war on oil and gas, the fact that the borders are porous, the wall needs to be built. We ought to have a uh, choice uh, in, uh, in education. Uh, we ought to reduce regulations. I think all of us, if we're, if we're from the Republican wing, Republican party, pretty much have those views. Uh, regarding 45 that you brought up earlier, I think most Republicans have two views. There are people who love Donald Trump, and there are people who love Donald Trump's policies, but fear that Donald Trump cannot win a rematch against uh, Joe Biden in November 24 for reasons that are often entirely unfair. Much of the country despises this man, particularly suburban women, which is where the uh, the the election will be won and lost. It may be unfair, but it's in the cake. And so the question is: Is there a candidate who's got? The policies that we enjoyed uh during the 45 uh during 45's administration but has a personality a likability, a relatability that people who otherwise would not pull the lever for 45 will pull the lever for you and i think I, I i think i fit i fit that bill
1: there's there's an obvious historical analogy that i want to bring up here and thank you for taking the uh the nose by the horns there uh the bull by the horns um the The very famous uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson uh, ran for president, it seemed like almost as an industry at a certain point in time in his career. And when he was asked at one point in time, uh, why are you doing this? Because no one thought he was gonna ever get the nomination. Um, He said, there are many reasons to run for an office other than to win the election. And people are making that observation about the Republican field. I haven't heard anybody say your name specifically, but they're saying, Nikki Haley's running for vice president, and Mike Pompeo, if he had decided to run, was running for secretary of state or defense. Um, When and if this objection is raised, what is Larry Elder's answer on the trail?
6: It's real simple, I'm running to win. And I'm not running against uh, 45, I'm not running against Ron DeSantis, I'm running against Nikki Haley. I'm running against the Harris-Biden administration. Um, If people want more information, where do they go? Elderforpresident.com, that's elderforpresident.com. Throw something in the chat.
1: help me out. (laughs) Larry Elder, uh, great seeing you, friend. Appreciate you being here.
6: My pleasure, Kevin. Thank you for having me.
1: Kevin McKellar coming right back. Don't go away.
4: It's Joe Piscopo. I've teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM 970 family, a Perillo tour with yours truly in attendance. Three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by yours truly. Then fly to Sicily and spend three nights in Taormina. Next, Taormina's Godfather tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza d'Agro in Savoca see the famous Barbatelli where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. A Perillo tour is a stress-free escorted vacation where you do not lift a finger. Call today 800-431-1515 800-431-1515 or please visit perillotours.com.
9: Hemp leaf products are the next big thing in skin and body care. From head to toe, they have you covered. Our formulas have been handed down through generations of herbalists and have now been made available to the general public. The remarkable neuropathy cream, elixir has brought pain relief to millions within minutes of application. The whip body butters and creams will leave your skin feeling soft, silky, and hydrated, giving your skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their body washes, shampoos, and soaps are the perfect solution to help keep your body free of germs, fungus, and bacteria that we encounter every day. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Remember, we don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it visit us at www.hemplife.com www.hemplife.com enter the word arthur at checkout and get 10% off
0: am970 the answer listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
4: Hey, folks, Eric Metaxas here. It's critical we keep AM radio in all cars and trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and AMBER alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Take your investment knowledge
0: to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Scalson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at eaglefinancialcruise.com. That's eaglefinancialcruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to, Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Everybody. Radio Night Live. Once again, Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, Kevin McCullough, on these legal nights, you know that we have the opportunity, uh, and I'm very grateful for it, to be sponsored by Plaza College and what they are doing by way of helping people discover um, a new career that pertains to the legal arena. uh, It's not law school. You're not going to, to prepare and to try the case. But if you talk to any attorneys, as Imran has said many times on this show, Maybe the most important person besides the judge in the entire courtroom is that stenographer, that court reporter that is uh, capturing all that is uh, happening there in just uh, a few keystrokes, (laughs) in just a matter of seconds. Uh, And we are very honored to have Sharon Pierce with us tonight, uh, a a real-time stenographer, freelance, uh, started uh, court reporting school at uh, Plaza College in September of 2012, what what is now Plaza College, uh, and passed her last... 225 words per minute test in August of 2013. uh, And she's gone on to do great things as a court reporter since then. Sharon, welcome. It's good to have you.
2: Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here.
1: You got it. I I recently watched um, a YouTube of you telling your story, and I was so impressed with what you said finding court reporting did for you. And I'm just wondering if you could recount where you were before you found court reporting.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I uh, before I found court reporting, I had no idea what stenography was. I had never watched Law & Order. I had never stepped foot into a courtroom. Um, and I really was kind of lost in my life. I dropped out of three colleges and I was kind of doing all these odd jobs. And eventually my parents and my boyfriend, um, they kept pushing me to maybe try court reporting because they were telling me that I typed so fast, and that I'm really good at English. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll give it a try. It was kind of like a last resort for and me. Can I just so, in-
1: interrupt you? Yeah. You're good at English okay. and it wasn't your first language, which anyone I, listening to you tonight would never know that, but it was, <laughs> that's impressive.
2: Correct. Yes, Hebrew was actually my very first language. I didn't learn English until I was around five. Um, and I also played piano, which I think also very much helped with my dexterity for the keys. So I said, fine, I will give it a try. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. Um, and from the first day of class, I just completely fell in love with it. It became just a complete passion of mine. And I discovered that I actually have a gift.
1: Yeah, well, and
2: you, have come across.
1: when you were telling your story and you just touched on it here briefly, you said you dropped out of three different colleges. You described correct. yourself as being kind of lost in that season of your life.
2: That's correct.
1: And in court reporting, you, it it it, un, it opened up something for you.
2: That's right. It was something where I could harness the skills that I didn't even know that I had. Um, I just I didn't really enjoy school before that. I studied art. I studied psychology. And my GPA was so low that I had to eventually enroll in Queensborough Community College. And I just wasn't finding that I was passionate about anything that I was studying. Hmm. And when I started court reporting school, everything just kind of clicked. It was just fascinating to me. It was like an art, like a science. I was good at it, and I just developed this insane passion about it, and I just kept going. I put my mind and my soul into it and practiced all day, every day. It became my new obsession.
1: Now, you completed the program in just a little over a year. Is that typical for court reporting?
2: Um, I actually completed it a little under a year in about 11 months, um, which is not typical. Um, it usually takes about two years, maybe a little over. Everyone completes it at their own pace. It depends what you have going on in life. Uh, but I was just, I also had a wonderful teachers that um, found my gift before I even did. They discovered how talented I was and kind of pushed me to continue practicing and um, I was devoted to doing real time, right from school, which is extremely important to having clean, fast writing. And I also just put in a lot of hard work. There is absolutely no replacement for hard work. Yeah, I practiced no, that's... three hours a day, wow. seven days a week. I didn't miss one day of school ever. Any day that was optional to go in, I went in. I was living, breathing that machine all day, every day. <laughs> it
1: really, It really did become a passion. Um, What would you tell people that are, maybe they don't feel as lost as you did at that point in time. Maybe they haven't fallen in with, you know, bad people around them or whatever, but maybe they're just dissatisfied with what they're doing for a living or where they're at. Um, It was a a restart for you. It was a new start for you. Would you encourage others that are at any stage of life that are kind of feeling that way to give it a try?
2: Absolutely, and I say that because it is, one of the most lucrative careers that i had ever stumbled upon that i had no idea even existed and if you really put a lot of time and energy and work into it you will reap the benefits like no college <laughs> can ever give you honestly
1: wow um what what all kinds of court reporting or stenography have you done
2: um, so, I have worked per diem in court, in federal court, Southern District Federal Court, actually, in Manhattan. Um, I did a little bit of CART, which was providing captions um, for the deaf or the um, hearing impaired. Okay. Uh, but what I fell in love with the most was freelance because I really enjoyed having my own schedule, making my own hours. I really enjoyed every day being different, different location, different people. Yeah.
1: That would seem Uh to be quite exciting. What would you say about Plaza College and the um, faculty and the feeling that that kids have going through the program at that school specifically?
2: Uh, Well, a big part of it is um, I'm very, very grateful to have been enrolled in a brick and mortar school because I feel like that is slowly, unfortunately, going away in a lot of places. So if you do have the opportunity and also have the opportunity to be in a place where it really does feel like home and the faculty cares tremendously about you and they all wanna see you succeed. Plaza College is the place to be and to study court reporting.
1: Every single person that I've talked to that has been a part of Plaza College says the same thing. Contact Plaza College and uh, check it out today. Here's here's the link. It's plazacollege.edu, plazacollege.edu, and uh, click the the link on court reporting and get get the free information and then start down your journey. Who knows, maybe you'll un uh, undiscover a passion that has been uh, undiscovered in you until now. Kevin McCullough coming right back.
0: Wesley is a truck driver.
1: I drive a truck, and I love what I do.
0: A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them forty-three thousand dollars. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at two a.m. I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. (sighs) He found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You
7: need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax. They know what they're doing.
0: Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an
7: incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed.
0: Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Eight hundred nine six five fourteen thirty three. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
4: Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites, and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trip along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515. Or visit perillotours.com.
6: AM 970 listeners, Steve Adubato here. Check out our show one-on-one every night for my conversations with leaders and experts from business, sports, politics, and the arts.
4: Retire and do what? It's great. I don't want to stop. I'm an equal
6: American just like you are.
0: And guess where my trailer was? A block away from my apartment. (laughs) It couldn't
6: have been better. So catch one-on-one with me, Steve Adubato, weeknights on 13WNET and NJPBS and online at steveadubato.org.
5: Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be.
4: If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround, New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround, New York today.
0: Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. There seems to be continued genuine confusion in the uh, mind of some of the people that are responsible in government, particularly uh, some that are associated with the White House, as to the purpose of parenting and children. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the uh, White House uh, press secretary speaking this weekend at an lgbtq plus event uh saying that uh, the children belong to all of us not to their parents
9: there are
2: more than 600 pieces of anti-lgbtq plus legislation out there a few hundred of them are anti-trans communities and that matters because we have to call that out and we've never seen this level it's historic in the number of pieces of legislation and I've met a lot of parents of trans kids in the past couple of months who have told me this, these devastating stories, whether they're in Texas or Oklahoma or wherever they are, saying how they now have to seriously consider leaving their state to protect their child. And that's something that we have to call out and continue to be very clear about that these are kids. These are our kids. They belong to all of us.
1: Actually, they don't, and that's uh, part of the entire issue here. Uh, While Corinne Jean-Pierre wants to lament the idea that um, some children who would like to identify as trans may not live in states where that's looked favorably upon, uh, you don't get to take children away from families because of it. And that's what she's, in essence, trying to say, is that the state, the smart people the the people that are with the highfalutin titles and uh positions that they know more than parents who are working through that issue with their child uh, and don't believe all of the garbage coming out that there are 57 genders and that the only way to help children that may have some sort of um, anxiety or pain in their life is to call them a name other than what they were given at birth and to pretend that their sex is something other than what it is. That, that's not helping anybody. And you know that it's not because the countries that these people look to, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the president, they all look to Europe as like the, 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 you know, what the optimum could be for America, the kind of godless states of Europe. Um, even they have abandoned the uh, mass transitioning of kids uh in in the in terms of sexual matters because they saw that it was producing very very bad results and it's we're starting to see it here so she doesn't know what she's talking about and she doesn't get to lay a finger on anybody's children uh Jean Pierre, if you want kids go have your own and raise them unless you don't think you were created to be able to do that and then that's an issue you're going to have to take up with the Almighty. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thanks for being here. We will see you next time.
5: I know I must be dreaming. And I don't stand the ghost of a chance with you. With you.